0: Good evening and welcome to another episode of That Which Does Not Kill Us. I'm your host Sarah Arnold and I just had a really invigorating telephone conversation. It was very fascinating. Um, A friend of mine I haven't talked to probably in a while that um, I met not long after I got out on my own and he said something to me that really spoke volumes Um, in terms of where I'm at right now and so what he said was the hurt of loneliness is much smaller than the hurt that comes along with detaching and again like it really spoke to me because I don't disagree with that at all. Um, and so little backstory, he's been married three times. So yeah, we've compared notes in previous uh, conversations. It's just been a really long time since we've talked to each other. Um, and you uh, Yeah one of the other things I remember from previous conversations was talking about how much it hurts, like all of the pain that and heartbreak that comes along with you know leaving somebody after you've spent, you know, X amount of time with them any prolonged time. And I think part of that comes from attachment wounds, like unhealed attachment wounds, but then I think at the same time that part of that also is just, you know, synonymous with major life change. But, like, there's something to be said for um, getting out of that kind of environment, you know, um, be it, you know, choosing to leave them leaving you, um, them kicking you out. It really doesn't matter, um, the what, but, you know, when you get to the point where you've invested so much of your time and an you know, effort into another human being, um, Detaching is very, very difficult. Um, it's I don't know how to explain it better, so but I'm gonna try. Um, it's a really hard change to make, it's really hard to adapt to. Um, at the same time, I do think there's a certain value in experiencing life on your own um, in getting the understanding you know after that kind of a difficult situation that yes you can stand on your own two feet and you can make it do you know how fuck no but yes you can and I think the further I go the more I'm experiencing this but it was just really funny though because um it was an interesting conversation. The timing of it was fascinating, too, because um, one of the well, because of one of the topics that came up in conversation, there are actually quite a few, and they're um, entertaining little nuggets. Um, one of them was the science of faith that he had brought up. And the timing of that was really strange because right before um we had started talking. I was listening to the recorded phone call conversation that pretty much kicked off the birth of this podcast where, you know, I talked about it in the first episode. And so I was listening to that conversation. It was like a little over an hour. And one of the things that came up in that conversation as well was this the sci the scientific study of faith. And um I remember saving, you know, the notes from that conversation that I had received. And oh um, yeah. Like it was weird just to like I guess at the timing is fucking weird. And so like I went back through and got it and referenced the lady i think it was dr lisa miller or something like that who did studies on that and um it's how it impacts your brain basically how faith impacts the brain um yeah and so that was kind of a fascinating topic to come up um I, one of the other things that was i found entertaining from this conversation was that um he had brought up that he's now playing in a punk rock band and um one of the places one of the things that they're going to be doing a show at coming up is um this place called this event called furnace fest that is down in like either mississippi or alabama or whatever somewhere down there and like, the band that he's playing is going to be playing this year. And I found that to be fucking hilarious because um, the guy that I was seeing, like, I had never heard of this. Um, but the guy that I was seeing in South Carolina was all, like, fucking dicks out for Furnace Fest and um, told me all about it pretty much multiple times. And so I got a little bit of a concept of what that even was, you know, from my time in Charleston. So that was just kind of comedic um to have that brought up as well, and the response because I told him, yeah, I've seen a guy that, you know, I guess worked the festival or whatever. He's like, yeah, well, we're playing at it. <laughs> it's just, is it you know, low key petty, and it made me laugh a lot, and yeah, I don't know. It's just, it was a really fascinating and engaging conversation and um, I'm gonna go down on a limb and say um, He identifies himself as a Christian, but I wouldn't um, I wouldn't categorize him as um, like I guess Like a Bible beater. I don't know. He's not like that hardcore right-wing judgmental type I guess for lack of a better way of putting it and so Yeah, like you talk about his faith like, a lot. It's some medical things that have come up. There's just, all in all, it was a very interesting conversation, you know? And it was nice. It, it was really nice and it was really fascinating because the different things that were touched on that, you know, um, faith and spirituality and basically the You know, the differences in belief systems is pretty much like people choosing their own path of worship, for lack of a better way of putting it. You know, and uh, philosophy and just again, it was it was really interesting dialogue. It was really refreshing. Um. Yeah, not and obviously like life experiences too. You know, and Again, I just, like, it was refreshing. Like, it was really just a refreshing conversation, you know, because, um, I guess what I would say goes a little something like this, um, when you're, when you're somebody that's been divorced multiple times, it is very difficult for those experiences to not somehow become a part of your identity. Um, like, I don't know, like, it's almost like this, you know what I mean? Like, it's, there's certain things that come, there's certain stigma that come along with that, but then at the same time, like, and this is just my own opinion, like, I feel like the person who gets a divorce like I'm trying to think how to put this. I respect somebody that does it like do I think that there you, yeah, there are a lot of problems that can be worked on, but then um, people don't but at the same time, I also feel like somebody that's making that choice um, is there's a good possibility that, this is you know this is the time where they're putting themselves first and it's not an easy choice to make in any way shape or form and so again like like i have a healthy respect for someone that is having an experience and really coming to the firm understanding this is not okay I, you know whatever the experience is like I am not okay with this experience like and that is basically trying to um what's the word I'm looking for make themselves better from it you know um anyone that goes through trials and tribulations and seeks growth from those things um. yeah they're just they're values that I can appreciate and I have a respect for you know especially with the experiences that I have and like I think about that like a lot and I think I don't know like I I think that When it came to my own marriages as you know Different as they were from each other yet similar um I think I made the best choices that I could have with the information that I had at the time you know both in getting involved in those marriages and also in getting myself out of those marriages and yeah, like, I I don't have any regrets with how that played out is life easy on my own? fuck no, it's not it's difficult I'm you know I'm currently in the process of experiencing and exploring a lot of different things that you know, up until this point I've previously ignored you know like and I'm of the mind that 95% of people are operating you know from a place of their trauma and I'm not saying I'm different I just think I'm more aware of it and you know like I'm still doing the same thing I'm trying to um, overcome Previous patterns of toxic behavior, but at the same time, I feel like, how do I put this? Like, I feel like when it comes to my encounters with other people, I'm always in a place of picking, like, what's the lesser of two evils, because I, (laughs) sorry, like, it's hard not to laugh, but I feel like I have such a range of different, um, patterns to choose from, you know, from varieties of circumstances and at the end of the day though, I feel like what I'm striving to do in my life is to make whatever the best decision is for me in that moment and I, those are similar things that we're kind of like comparing notes on, you know, um, just in different facets of life and it's refreshing like it's really really refreshing to be able to talk to somebody who has had those similar experiences and uh, really understands um, the soul crushing experience that you know trying to heal from that um, is because it's not easy you know it's not easy to understand that you have attachment wounds and um, that that your bids of for affection like that the whole process of how you experience your attachment wounds is based on you know bids of connection and how they were responded to like basically in your infancy um, like pardon me but it's like that's fucking insane like it makes sense but it just I don't know it's blah like it's overwhelming to think about it's really overwhelming to think about and it's curious and it, like it's perplexing to fathom how much of our lives really start like as soon as you come out you know what I mean like how how much of our behavior patterns and our habits are established um in those early periods of life and yeah like it's it's difficult for me to engage with people sometimes that don't have the breadth or depth of experience to draw from because I don't know it's like being seen while not being seen like I don't I don't know like I guess what I'm trying to say here is I feel like there's a there's a certain value added in having a conversation with an individual that has been through similar circumstances, you know, um, yeah, and I—it's funny, not like ha ah, funny, but funny strange—that um, just the other day, um, I was having some really big feelings because I was dealing with um, attachment wounds. Um, and understanding that which it sucks like understanding exactly what you're experiencing and why you're experiencing it doesn't make it any easier just so you know <laughs> like it doesn't but um in those moments I was thinking to myself like I really like you know what I mean like I wish I had somebody to talk to that understands this because like i In those moments, I felt as though the individuals that I was, like, you know what I mean, communicating with don't. I mean, and maybe they do, but only to a certain point, but not, I don't know. Like, like, it sounds like gibberish to try to elaborate further. But it's somebody that has experienced, you know, connecting with somebody that is not safe and being connected with them over the long term and then you know what I mean? like somebody who has an understanding of that experience is going to have more empathy and understanding than somebody that's never experienced that um and so that's what i feel like i got from that conversation was a little bit like Outside validation, which, yeah, like, some, sometimes I need that. Like, sometimes I need validation from an external source. Um, I don't think I should need it all the time, but, you know, I think that's part of the human experience and that's part of connection is, you know, understanding that sometimes you need something outside of yourself. And one of the challenges I face in life is asking for what that thing is. You know what I mean? Being, being able to verbalize that I actually have needs, um, let alone, you know, specifically wanting, wanting them to be met by another individual. Like, you know, like, I know this is a very normal and healthy concept. However, um, this is a pattern that I have to get out of is, um, the perpetual, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The perpetual, um, hyper independence, you know, where I, I can and will do anything and everything on my own and I don't fucking need your help and I don't fucking need you and, you know, whatever, like that whole mindset, um, you know, because I've had that mindset for a very long time it's very guarded and it's difficult to navigate you know it's it's very challenging to verbalize my desires to another human being and not feel like whatever those might be are a burden and so yeah I don't know like I I don't know how to put any like it's easier to talk to somebody that's broken in the same way you are. <laughs> like, <laughs> sounds like a really fucked up uh, point to make. But, it's honest. It's easier to talk to somebody that's fucked up in the same ways that you are. Because you can relate better. You know? Yeah. And so that's pretty much all I have for tonight. Um, I'm going to go ahead and sign off here. In the meantime, uh, thank you for tuning in. And as always... Be well.